Misappropriation. Noun. The act of appropriating wrongly, as by theft or embezzlement. From the Latin prefix mis, meaning bad or wrong, and the Latin word appropriare, meaning to make one's own. first episode of Misappropriation. Let's set the scene. It's very early morning on March 3rd, 2011, outside of British Motors, a luxury car dealership in San Francisco. There's a muffled thump as a bundle of rope drops from the roof to the sidewalk below. A figure dressed in black repels down the side of the building and then slips inside a second story window. A few minutes pass. Ten. Fifteen. Then the garage door on the side of the building rolls up. And a bright yellow Lamborghini drives away into the darkness. By 4.40 a.m., it had crossed the Golden Gate Bridge and entered the city of Tiburon, California where a license plate reader captured its custom, Guy Toro, plates. It left Tiburon with stolen plates and was not recovered for almost a year. The Lamborghini, owned by Guy Fieri, the mayor of Flavortown himself, was at the dealership for routine service. It's unclear from the sources I've read if this specific car was targeted or if another car would have been taken if that one hadn't been there. The thief set up an anchor system on the roof, rappelled down, and entered the dealership through a mysteriously unlocked window, disabled the security system for the building, disabled the security system for the car, cut the lock off the garage door with a set of bolt cutters, and vanished. So, who stole the car? The cops wouldn't figure that out until they investigated a completely separate crime a little over a year later. On April 13th, 2012, authorities responded to a report of shots fired in Mill Valley, California. A person on a motorcycle had pulled up next to a truck where a teen couple were sitting and fired five or six shots through the driver's side window into the cab. Fortunately, because the motorcycle was low to the ground, and the shooter was firing upwards, the bullets struck the ceiling of the truck and not the passengers, who escaped with minor injuries, mostly from broken glass. I'm not sure if the truck was lifted or just set up higher than the bike, but either way, the angles were very lucky for the passengers who were targeted. The shooting was caught on a security camera, and coincidentally, the officer assigned to investigate it was into motorcycles. He recognized the brand of helmet that the shooter was wearing and knew it was only sold in a couple of stores in the area. He managed to find security footage of a person of the right height and build buying a helmet of the right brand in cash in an area motorcycle gear shop and was then able to identify the suspect as Max Wade, a then 17-year-old boy. 
Max had been a suspect in the Lamborghini heist after posting selfies in the car on his social media and bragging about his crimes to his friends. But the authorities didn't have definitive proof until the attempted shooting. Evidence records show that Max texted a friend, quote, man, I love my life, and, quote, boosting a Lambo and picking up cute girls when you're 17, and asked his friend for advice on how to ask out the girl he was interested in. He texted her and asked, who are you spending Valentine's with? When she replied with the name of her new romantic interest, Max started to plan his next crime. He decided to shoot her new boyfriend because, you know, that's a totally healthy and normal way to handle rejection. From various source materials, it looks like Max and the girl whose name I will not say because she was a minor at the time and the new boyfriend were all students at the same high school until Max dropped out after his freshman year. Max was known to sell fake IDs to his rich classmates, including the girl, for 500 bucks a pop, which explains being able to buy the motorcycle gear in cash. Two weeks after the shooting, Max texted the girl and asked if she'd meet up with him. Working with the cops, she made plans to meet him at a Safeway grocery store in Strawberry, California. Allegedly, he promised to pick her up in the stolen Lamborghini. Max had someone give him a ride to a storage facility in Richmond, California, which he'd rented under a false name with a fake ID. Unbeknownst to him, police had already tailed him to the storage facility and staked out his locker. They were waiting for him there. He was arrested, but not without some struggle. On his person, the police found a loaded gun and several magazines, $1,500 in cash, and a fake ID. Inside the storage locker, they found the stolen Lamborghini and the motorcycle used in the shooting, more guns, equipment for jamming radio and cell phone signals, the motorcycle outfit from the shooting, some other clothing, a mask, and a full San Francisco Police Department uniform, including a badge and a duty belt. An SF Gate article referred to the storage locker as, quote, a potpourri of gadgetry, disguises, and guns which honestly sounds like the description of an exceptionally strong scented candle with a name like Cold Steel or Espionage. One that, personally, would give me a headache. When asked about the car theft by ABC7 News, Guy Fieri said he'd been getting messages from his friends asking him if he was in town because they'd seen his car, but he played it off all the time and i mean all the time i had friends call me and say listen i just saw your car on the freeway and i'm like believe it or not there's more than one yellow convertible lamborghini you know probably in northern california and people would call and we'd get reports my attorney would hear about it well to come find out you know that he was driving it brave kid max wade was charged with attempted murder commercial burglary car theft and weapons crimes and eventually tried as an adult Originally, he was held in the Marin County Juvenile Hall and was set to be transferred to the county's adult detention facility when he turned 18. At around 4.30 a.m. on his 18th birthday, staff at the juvenile detention facility heard banging sounds and observed two people with a sledgehammer attempting to smash the walls outside of Max Wade's cell. The suspects fled before they could be caught, and the jailbreak was unsuccessful but they did manage to cut through two perimeter fences and break the window to the cell. Max denies involvement in this particular escape attempt. Max Wade was also investigated as a possible suspect in a string of Northern California bank robberies, 
but ultimately could not be definitively connected to those crimes. At his trial in 2013, evidence included Max's Google search history for Mission Impossible style repelling and a video he posted to YouTube of himself picking a deadbolt lock. Guy Fieri had to testify in court that he had not given Max permission to take the Lamborghini. Afterwards, he said to media outlets, quote, This has so many other facets that are far more important than my car. My car is a very small portion of it. There's a bigger issue on the table. The bigger issue on the table that Fieri refers to appears to be the attempted murder charge. Max Wade was convicted of attempted murder, some weapons violations, and possession of the stolen car. He was sentenced to life with the possibility of parole for the attempted murder, 21 years and 4 months for the weapons charges, and 16 months for the possession of the Lamborghini. But due to changes in California sentencing guidelines, he will likely be eligible for parole in 2025. I find this story fascinating because, on one hand, the Lamborghini heist itself was very sophisticated. Max Wade had to have spent a lot of time and energy planning and practicing the heist to be able to secure his repelling anchors and get into the dealership without setting off any alarms and to disable the low jack system on the car and the security systems in the dealership and then to get away with joyriding around in it for almost a year. But on the other hand, he basically stole a $200,000 car to impress a girl. And he bragged about it to his friends, and he posted pictures of himself in the car. And when the car theft didn't impress the girl, he tried to kill her new boyfriend and then ask her out. Clearly he's very smart, but also didn't think through how to avoid capture after his crimes very well. The heist was cool, but the aftermath, not so much. Hopefully, Max will get a chance to put his skills to better uses in the future. And here's a little free dating advice. Maybe don't commit felonies to impress women. Women also won't generally date you after you shoot them or their partners. Hot take. This has been Misappropriation. Join me next time for another heist. Misappropriation is written and produced by me, Libby. The intro and theme music are by my brother, Emerson Parker of the band Omnifania. His music can be found on Spotify. For more heist stories, follow slash subscribe to Misappropriation wherever you listen to podcasts.